Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is finding true security. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the spiritual life. What we all are born into is the natural life, and it's something like the life of animals. But there's also a spiritual life to which some of us may be called when we seek for it. Now, seeking for, searching for this spiritual life is something that some people do and some don't do. Most don't. But some do. And it surely begins early in life. And you see it when you have this yearning for something beyond the scrap heap of uh, what's all around you. You yearn for something beautiful and pure and simple. When you were a little child, you had some things that you loved. You loved your doll or you loved your, your, um, your puppy. You loved your mommy. And you had things that you particularly cherished. You may have had a, a book that you cherished or some item. And you, you loved it because it was special, and it was pure, and it was good, and it was almost perfect in its simplicity. And you were saddened in case you lost it or it got damaged. You were very saddened because uh, it symbolized something to you. It symbolized what is good. And then there were people that you saw, maybe a nice teacher or a good grandpa. You felt they were good, and you liked that. It comforted you. You loved it, the good in them, and it comforted you to know that it existed, and maybe your dad was a pretty decent guy. And if he was, then it gave you a sense of security. And if your teachers were rather decent and coaches were rather decent, then you, you thought of them as being good. Later, you may have become disappointed in people as the years went by and you grew older and you began to see that those people who you had idolized, not, a, not an idolized like you see people shrieking and yelling and screaming over some rap star, or some rock star, or some singer or entertainer, not that sort of thing. But I mean, you, you honored what was good in them. You may have even had a younger brother or sister. You loved because you saw they were innocent, or you, you loved your pet, your dog or your cat, because they were innocent. They were sweet, and they, they weren't full of viciousness, and they didn't tease you, and they weren't cruel, and they didn't try to bully you. And they didn't try to make themselves look better than you or put you down, like some people do. 
and so you loved what was innocent. But then as you became disappointed in people, what happened was that you began to fall away from that within you which has an affinity for what is good and for what is pure and for what is innocent. You began to fall away from that within yourself. Now listen carefully. This is very important. You fell away from that within yourself that loves what is good, that identifies with what is good. You fell away from it. And then, having fallen away from it, you felt you had lost something. And then you, you began to compensate. See, when we fall away from that which is not of this... How can I say this? When we fall away from our link to what is good and what is pure, but then, having fallen away from it, we then must compensate in the flesh for what was lost in the spirit. We must compensate. You are compelled to compensate in the flesh for what was lost. Now, you had this beautiful good within that you did not even know that you had, but it was that in you. It was that part of you that loved what was good in other people and appreciated what was good in other people. Now all you must see is that you had it and you still have it. It's still there. All you must do is refine it. And that's what we're going to talk about on this radio program. Do you have a question or comment? Email us at SheddingShackles at Yahoo.com. That's SheddingShackles at Yahoo.com. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free. I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. program is called Shedding Shackles. I've been on the air now for 30 years almost. I've written many books. I have many YouTube lectures. I have archives with uh, all of these programs going way back. So the resources are there. I also have uh, meditations. I have a beautiful four-part meditation that I just completely redid. That's right, I redid it. The original, the one I I had for the last 10 or 15 years has been redone. It is absolutely beautiful. It's very beautiful. And I heartily encourage you to get it. Whether you're practicing the meditation already or not, if you're not, you should definitely get it. And if you are, you still might want to get it anyway, just to listen to it. It's very beautiful. We're talking today about something on the inside matching something on the outside. And that in you, that recognize the good and love the good, you still have it. 
even today as an adult, whether you're 20 or 30 or 50 or 90, when you see something that's, someone that's good, like a little child, when you see their innocence, or a person who is honorable, when you see someone stand for what's right, they stand for what's right, they're not angry, but they speak the truth. It's so beautiful. You love it. You love it. Now, do you understand that that part of you that loves that good, that truth-speaking, that forthrightness, that honor, that within you which loves that is still there? So, when it comes to the spiritual life, you remember Christ the Pharisees, the hypocrites that they were, they're still around today in all guises and all political stripes and all countries and all races. And they're, they're everywhere. The hypocrites, the self-righteous ones. And they came to him and they said, well, well, what's going on? You're hanging around with all these sinners, all these lowlifes. You're hanging around with these drug addicts and these prostitutes and these messed up people, prisoners and former convicts. And what are you doing hanging around with these people? And Christ said, I came to, to help the people that need help, the people that aren't sick. You know, if somebody's not sick, they don't need a doctor. I came to help the people. Now, all of these people, these prostitutes and these drug addicts and these alcoholics, and all of them, what went wrong? What went wrong is that corruption got in. Remember, I said that when you were a little child, you saw something that was good or true and you loved it. And at that time, you were still innocent. Yes, but you were born with a fallen. See, you were born of the lineage of your mother as a little ego. So you had that, but there was something in you that loved what was good, and you still have it. But what happened was that when you fell away from it, then you began to identify with those things on the outside that you thought could give you what you wanted, or what, you, or what was promised to you, or what you thought was taken from you. And when you began to identify with them, then that got inside of you. So some of them got inside of you. And then, and then some of them in you, then it yearned for what was wrong. So inside of you, it's like you have two natures. You have a part of you, a worldly part, that yearns and lusts for what on the outside has corrupted you. But you have a good part that yearns for the good, the good and the innocent. So you must see clearly that those two parts exist and then identify with the good part and see that the other part is not really you. And then you'll begin your trajectory back to your creator, back to what is good, and you will change. You will change to become compatible with your creator. See, but here's the thing. 
just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, is not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like coming up out of being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a wonderful deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality, the blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay, and find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. It's a funny thing about taking things in, whether it's an idea, a suggestion, whether it's uh, an image of yourself, whether it's a piece of food, whatever it is you take in, there's a tendency to, to then identify with it. You took something of it in. You took in a part of it into yourself. And then that part of it in you is now compatible with that on the outside from which it came. In a sense, what you took in is a, is a little spore of, a little seed of, an engram of, a little replica of, a little image of, a little identity of that on the outside. Can you see that? And then when it is within you, that little seed, then it cries out for its recreator on the outside, that from which it came. And then it identifies with that on the outside because it is from that outside. And then it in you craves that on the outside and lusts for that on the outside in order to, to be reassured and comforted and in order to be reinforced and in order to have something to grow toward. See, what, and what will that within you, what will it grow to become? It will grow to become that on the outside. Do you understand? So what has happened is when you fell away from your inner ground of good, then you began to compensate by taking in from the outside. And that which you took in made you, well, it made you worldly. Let's use an old-fashioned term. Let's call it sin. And it got inside of you. Remember what Paul said. Paul said, that which I would like want to do, I don't do. And that which I don't want to do, I do. 
and I can only come to the conclusion that it's sin that's made a home in me that is impelling me to do these things. Do you understand now? So now you must simply soberly see what I've said is true. And now we find your inner ground of good. Separate from what has gone wrong and struggle with it no more. Neither give in to it nor struggle with it. Simply stand back and watch it in God's inner light of truth. And you may once again become like a little child. As Christ said, you can no ways enter the kingdom of heaven unless you become like a little child. And when you do, then you begin your journey back to your Creator. We have a lot of free resources for you at SheddingShackles.com. For example, my most popular YouTube video right now is How Brother Lawrence Found God and How You Can Too. Check it out at SheddingShackles.com. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget, The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. My name is Roland. I've been around a long time now. If you consider 30 years to be a long time, it's just a drop in the cosmic bucket of time, I suppose. But for radio persons, it's a long time. And I'm here to um, to talk. Like I said in my little soundbite earlier, which I recorded on another program, I kind of liked it, so I put it once in a while. And I said, you know, I turn the microphone on and I open up my mouth and I speak. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, well, that's good. Okay, if it doesn't, then don't worry about it. There's an interesting passage in the, in the Bible. Christ said, he was talking to his disciples. He said, the prince of this world comes. He said, but he has nothing in me. The prince of this world comes, but he has nothing in me. Do you understand? Christ was innocent. Something like you were when you were a little child. Christ was innocent. The prince of this world had nothing in him. But you have a lot of the world in you. Millions and millions of suggestions and 
wrong ideas and concepts and memories of, of traumas and emotional moments. And millions of them in you. Each one is a little piece of the identity of the outside. And those in you, see, they, uh, they, um, you lay down in bed at night. See, when you go through the day, now look, let me, let me cut to the chase here. Let me say something very important. Listen up. The meditation, it shows you how to seal the world out. See, you've always tried to seal the world out by, by running away or by hiding or by putting earbuds in your ear louder than what was on the outside or by getting lost in fantasy or by resenting the world, see? Resenting it, hating it, but it only lets it in. So now you must learn to seal the world out so you're not corrupted anymore. That's what the meditation helps you to do. It helps you to mentally stand back and just observe in God's light, something like when you were a little child. As I've often said, and I'm going to say it again because I like the analogy, when you were a little child, you sat in the back seat of the car, and mommy or daddy were driving somewhere. Maybe they were talking about something. But you sat in the back seat and you looked out the car window, and you saw a wonderful world out there. You saw trees and bridges and people and beautiful signs and lights and the sky and the clouds and everything and dogs running by and people on bicycles. It was just wonderful and marvelous and you just loved looking at all the things that were to be seen. Well, you have to become like that now when, as an adult. Another analogy I like to say is like when, a tour, when you're a tourist. You go somewhere. You go to San Francisco or you go to Paris, or you go to Rome, or you go to Seattle, or you go to Los Angeles, wherever you go. Or you go to Utah, you go to the Grand Canyon, or you go somewhere and you see all these wonderful things and people, and you just, it's so much fun just to watch them and look. See, that's how you have must learn to be. You must learn to go through the world without the world going through you. You must learn to just be an observer in life. Don't judge everything. He's good. She's no good. He's nice. She's not nice. This is good. This is bad. I like this. I hate that. Just go through life lightly and just notice things. I wait for God to show you what things mean. Okay? You really ought to get to meditation. Learn to become still. Refine your ground, ground of good from which you fell. Refine the original innocence and then move from it instead of being moved by the temptation that penetrated and which you now lust after. have a question or comment, email us at sheddingshackles at yahoo.com. That's sheddingshackles at yahoo.com. I was talking about uh, the outside getting on the inside 
as a corruption. And so I said, you must learn to meditate, to learn to become still. The great mystics found out how to do that. People like Teresa of Avila, St. John of the Cross, Brother Lawrence, Thomas Akempis, St. Ignatius Loyola, Madame Grillon. These people, they found out how to become still and sense the presence of God and live in the eternal now, in the moment. Be like a little child, but no longer a little child, but now with the full power of adulthood and with the power of God, which you will discover, which he will give you a little bit of as a gift. He will give you the power to stand back. He will give you the power to say no to those things that now beckon you from the outside that penetrated you. But if you can learn to go through the world without letting the world get inside of you, if you can go through the day without being further corrupted, then at the end of the day you can rest and have the beautiful sleep of, of a babe and wake up in the morning refreshed. But now what happens when you go through the, the day improperly? You don't begin with my meditation. You begin by just rushing to go get some fast food somewhere and rushing to work and rushing to school and whatever you do and rush around and things happen. Yes, things happen and they have leave a memory. Then at the end of the day, you lay in bed and swirling around in your mind are images of this happened and that happened and she said this and he did that and this and that. That's the corruption. That's part of it. It's not all of it. It's a small part of it. But there it is. See? So you should pass through every moment. You should glide lightly through each moment without the moment leaving anything within you. When the day is done, there's no memories. You just led a beautiful day. You did what was the next right thing to do. And you made some discoveries in God's light. And it was beautiful and it was sweet. And now you rest. It's a life of motion and rest. Instead of the life of reacting and the outside getting on the inside, and then the inside, it from the world lusting after what created it. You must refine your creator and live in his light and in his beautiful presence. And you may once again become like a little child, as Christ said. You can no ways enter the kingdom of heaven unless you become like a little child. And when you do, then you begin your journey back to your Creator. My name is Roland. I hope you enjoyed today's program. I certainly enjoyed making it. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.